Hi guys, it's me, Nixie, just popping in real quick to say that we want to do another question, answers, and questions, <laughs> questions and answers episode. So please send us your questions. You can send us DMs on our Instagram at Amateur Spice, or you can shoot us an email at AmateurSpice at gmail.com. Ask us anything, ask for advice, tips, whatever you want. This is an open forum. Send them in. Thanks. Hi. Hi, everyone. Oh, my God. We're doing our first live-ish episode. So it's like, crazy. It's not live for you guys, but we are in person. Yeah. We're, we're not on Zoom. We're together right now. <laughs> this is so amazing. We're sitting right next to each other. We're looking at I'm each other. I'm touching her. We're touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. And her cat is sleeping behind us. Yeah, Hello, he is. Sammy. Hi, baby. Said, why y'all just talking? <laughs> y'all talking so loud. Big yawn. yawn. <laughs> yeah. Right. Special guest. Special guest is Sammy, who you will probably not hear from. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so welcome. Hi. We're going to do an episode about kind of just a hanging out. Like, we got some, I guess, like current events going on that we figured we'd talk about. Then maybe talk a little about dating. Yeah. Some fun little date stuff yeah. that we can talk about. <laughs> um, I recently had a pretty big life change. So, <laughs> so we're just going to talk about that a little bit, but not, not right now. Yeah, we'll do that after. Yeah. And then more Reply Guys, because Reply Guys are so fun. Honestly, I think we should do it every week. Yes. Yeah. If you guys hate it, tell us, but we're going to do them every week yeah. until you guys say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nice. Cool. So, some current eventy stuff. Uh, the one, the first one that I read about that I thought was really interesting was I saw her pop up all over Instagram this week, but I've never heard of her until now. But Carol Lee, who was a really big like sex work advocate, a really big activist, and doing a bunch of different stuff in the community. Um, she died this week, very sadly. Yeah. She was 71, so she'd been doing this for so long. I obviously don't want to, like, read the whole article, so I'm going to find, like, some good tidbits. But basically, she worked under the name Scarlet Harlot in San Francisco. She's originally from the East Coast, went to college in Boston, and moved out to San Francisco, you know, to be around artists and arty people. But she is actually the person to basically create the name sex worker and to, like, create this new, like, term that encompasses all sorts of sex work. Wow. And she also, like, created the slogan that sex work is work. So, obviously, she's a very big person in the industry, which is cool. She argued that... This is from the New York Times article I read about her. Uh, she argued that some people engaged in prostitution by choice and that many sex-for-money transactions, such as the escort business, for instance, were not the street-corner deal deals the general public pictured. She also said, There are so many women who make a living in the sex business who don't admit it. Topless dancers are sex workers, for example. And we've all heard the story about the wife who has sex with her husband to get a new refrigerator. Which I thought was interesting, because, like, it's not the sex work we think of, but, like, 
she is having sex with him for something. Exactly. Like, it takes so many forms, and I've seen that argument in so many words on Twitter from, like, mutuals of mine mm-hmm. that are like, at least I'm making money. Like, <laughs> you're having sex for, like, Applebee's, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're having sex for a text back. <laughs> yeah. So, perspective, babe. Yeah. So, I guess, like, a big part of her show... Scarlet Harlot was basically saying that, like, the work she does and sex work and how we earn money is honestly not that different from how everyone else earns money. She's right. Mm-hmm. Let me see if there's any other good little tidbits. I think it just is kind of, like, important, not important, but, like, nice that you know it shows that sex work advocacy like this woman was 71 or Mm -hmm. you know they were 71 when they died like that kind of goes to show that this has always been around like there are people who are you know elderly who were sex workers and have advocated for sex work and like it's not just like some fad now that like the internet exists you know what I mean yeah seriously I'm trying to find like days oh yeah so her one woman show Scarlet the adventures of Scarlet Harlot uh started in the early 80s like and before that she was doing she was a prostitute she did some other stuff like before but I think she her like career really took off in this one woman show it says she told a story she told stories from her working life argued for a place at the feminist table and suggested that sex for money was perhaps not that different from whatever the audience did for money she also had a lot of merch she had her own brand of perfume called whore magic I want to wear whore magic are Me you too serious? I know I want to see if it still like exists as for sale it must have been so amazing to watch that show. Like, mm-hmm. damn. That right? sounds awesome. Oh, I want to read this little paragraph because I thought it was a little bit interesting about her, but also at the end, a little, hmm, tidbit. <laughs> but anyway, she was serious about decriminalization, healthcare, needle exchanges, reducing the prison population, how AIDS should be dealt with, and other sex work issues. And she was taken seriously. In the mid-1990s, she served on a commission on prostitution created by the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, and in 2008, she was among the more vocal advocates of Proposition K in San Francisco, a ballot measure that would have had the effect of decriminalizing prostitution in the city. It failed. Its opponents included the city's district attorney at the time, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Eve looks just so disappointed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah, but yeah, Carol Lee went up against Kamala Harris at one point for this thing. Queen shit, queen shit. <laughs> but yeah, so that's I guess like the big bullet points. Basically, she's just amazing. She just really, I feel like, pioneered a lot of like modern day sex work stuff that we talk about now. So, it is a real tragedy that she died. I kind of wish I actually knew about her sooner. Like, it kind of makes me sad that I'm like, oh, I only found out about this person because she died. Yeah. (laughs) It puts it in perspective, like, 
you know, wanting to do more research in the community we're a part of and everything, yeah. for sure. Maybe I will do more research on, like, activists and stuff, and we can talk to them. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be. Or even just do an episode about, yeah. like, the history of it, you know, in specific. We could, like, cut, do a bunch of episodes, like, start in the 60s and, like, every episode, like, do a decade or something. I love this. Okay. okay. Hopefully you guys like this yeah. because I love this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do it. It'll be, like, a little mini, like, segment, you know? I feel like some people don't like the history ones, but, hey, history is important, okay? We it have is. to learn this shit because sex workers aren't just little OnlyFans Instagram models. No, it's very <laughs> multifaceted, just like any other job. Like, it's not just one thing. So don't fucking put it in a box. Yep. Gun, gun at the camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have never had a full episode on Sex the Panther, but I feel like I've definitely mentioned it a few times before. So just like a quick little overall of what Sex Panther was. Basically... It was a sexting platform, and what was really great about it is you could attach, like, your account to your actual phone number, so no one would have your phone number, but all, like, the messages, like, sexting and stuff, would just come to your phone, so it was super easy to reply, super easy to get notifications and see when stuff came in and do, like, real-time work with people, and I also really like it as a sexting form because you can, like, choose your rate. So, like, every message you get, you get paid for, which feels pretty nice. I like that a lot. Yeah, but unfortunately, we got an email. We, as in Sex Panther users, got an email on November 14th. So, that was this past Monday for us. That says, I won't read the whole thing, but to summarize, like, on Monday, November 7th, a service provider suspended their account without warning due to a sampling of messages that violated their terms of service and acceptable use policy. So basically, the service provider that Sex Panther was using decided, like, sex are gross. <laughs> We're not going to allow you to do that anymore. So they, like, basically, like, cut ties with Sex Panther, but Sex Panther was able to talk to them and, like, get their provider reinstated on November 11th, but they did say, like, hey, messages cannot contain, quote-unquote, objectionable or prohibited content. And so they were like, yeah, these obviously terms are super gray, so basically we're gonna just get rid of the SMS stuff now. Like, no SMS texting. So basically all activity on Sex Panther now has to be done specifically on the website or on the app. And the app is just a shortcut that you can download on your phone because any NSW site isn't allowed on any app store. Because yeah, that's why I was wondering, because that's how OnlyFans does it too. Like, yeah. you can save it to your homepage and it works just like an app. Yeah, but... that's what people have to do with Sex Panther because for some reason any app store just fucking won't right. allow it. But yeah, so... It's disappointing. It is very disappointing because I feel like it will deter a lot of clients because I th think clients could also text like it SMS. Allows, yeah, it allows discretion and if, yeah. you know, that's not there for them. I don't think they're going to use it. Yeah, like obviously you can use it on the site and on the app, but I think the convenience of get just basically doing it like regular texting, like that convenience won't be there anymore. And I think that was a big factor and like reason that people wanted to participate in it yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense so yeah really sucks that like sex workers can never have nice things <laughs> just for no reason yeah 
Sex Panther, I feel like, was one, too, that really looked out for users and consumers. You know what I mean? I feel like like they really try to be a good platform and really listen to people. So it sucks that this had to happen, but I think they're really trying to be positive about it and be like, we'll help with anything that you need. (laughs) So good for them. Yeah. So yeah, R.I.P. Sex Panther, even though it's not gone, so still sign up. (laughs) But (laughs) Thoughts and prayers to Sex Panther. How about that? Also, maybe thoughts and prayers to Twitter, lol. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> so that's our oh. third current events topic of the day is, I like don't even know where to start, but basically all this shit going on with Twitter, when we are recording this on the 20th, so just know that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other shit that happens before this even airs, so just know that we are talking about what we know at this current time. Literally fuck <laughs> everything about Elon Musk. Seriously. Literally, Yeah. Did you see that Trump is back? Yeah. Trump <laughs> is back, and I'm pretty sure Andrew Tate, yep. too. And what I thought was funny was it said that they decided to bring him back because of a poll that he put on Twitter. Yeah. Man's fully having an emotional breakdown. Seriously. But this is what I said to my partner. I was like, that's the shittiest way to, like, <laughs> ask people if he should come back because the people that like Trump are the people that probably actually follow Elon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like... Bro, not everyone follows you. <laughs> Hopefully we get more, like, bangers about Diet Coke and celebrity couples, you know? There were some <laughs> gems that were pretty funny. Definitely. I guess. So, he bought the site, like, officially at the end of October. On November 4th, he laid off half of the company's full-time employees, which was seven seventy five hundred. So, yeah, there's, I can't do the math right now, (laughs) there's, like, about 3K, a little over 3K left, well, that was November 4th, because I know since then a lot more people have either quit or been fired, I guess, on Wednesday, like, actually this past Wednesday, the Elon sent an email to staff that was subject, a fork in the road, and he said... Basically, Twitter would need to become extremely hardcore. It would need to become extremely hardcore to succeed. So those that chose to stay should expect long, intense hours of work. And those who left would receive three months severance pay. And basically, they got this email on Wednesday and they were required to choose by Thursday afternoon. So basically, do you want to have a job still or do you want to be overworked? Exactly. Like... And you get three months severance pay when you left, yeah. Which is good, at least, but I'm sure that has to do with some laws. Like, I'm sure he just can't fire people. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, do you want to take three months vacation pay and then find a new job or make the new Twitter, or do you want to stay and work for this fucking asshole? Yeah. Seriously. It just, like, doesn't make any sense. That's the Mm -hmm. thing that's so, like, chef's kiss about it. Like, what are you... What is he doing? Like, I just don't get it. It's just, I really honestly think it's his ego because he just, like, thinks he can... I had a boss just like this. He came in, no clue what we actually did, and was, like, trying to control everything, and we really had to sit him down and be like, maybe look and listen to what we do and what we know so you can learn because you don't really truly know what you are doing. Yeah. (laughs) You've never done this. 
Like, he really just needs, I think, like, some high-up people to explain things to him and help him get acquainted. But because he has such a big ego, he's like, I'm gonna do it my way. And now he's completely imploded a website that, like, a lot of sex workers relied on to promote themselves. And we're already seeing the side effects of, like, all of this shit, like... It's really frustrating because me and Nixie especially and, like, so many of our friends, like, primarily use Twitter to promote themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I've used it for two and a half years and it really worked for me for a really long time. And, like, I'm not seeing the same gains as I used to and it's really frustrating. And it's because of dumbass bullshit like this. Yeah. Not seeing the same gains. The app and website in general is just being so slow with loading everything. I guess on Thursday... By the way, I'm reading this article from NPR. I just want to cite my sources. (laughs) But uh, I guess on Thursday, a group of Democratic senators sent an open letter to the Federal Trade Commission urging an investigation of Twitter because they are concerned that the company may be violating the terms of a settlement with the agency stemming from past privacy violations. Musk has, quote-unquote, taken alarming alarming steps that have undermined the integrity and safety of the platform. Yeah, no shit. Man. And then this article also talks about, like, one specific person. Her name's Melissa Engel. She was a contractor, so she didn't work, like, for Twitter directly, but she worked with them. She was a data scientist on Twitter's civic integrity team monitoring the platform for tweets that might break its rules against misleading election claims. So, basically, since she's not a real Twitter employee, she said when all these cuts happened, she, like, didn't know who was, like, supposed to approve her timesheet. She's like, my boss was laid off, my boss's boss, the head of the actual department quit. So she was like, I, like, don't know who to report to. I don't know where to get my next assignment. And then this was all around, like, election season. So she's like, yeah, me and my team just, like, did what we could to, like, flag false stuff about the election and violating tweets. And she's but she did also say, at the same time, we're not really sure if the work we're doing matters to the new ownership. LOL. (laughs) And then on Saturday... Because I think this, the Saturday after elections, I believe, she found out she no longer had a job. She basically found out she was fired because she happened to look at her phone when she got a pop-up that said, you've been logged out of one or more systems. I just don't think he has any idea what he's going to be doing, like, long term. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously Twitter's not, like, a big, there are other websites that are bigger and, like, you know, I think that he thought he was going to be more successful with this than he, like, and that Twitter was more successful than it actually is, but, like, to blow up a site like this on this proportion that, you know, like, is a news, you know, like, people get the news from there and people communicate, mm-hmm. and, like, what you said about the elect- the election, like, really stuck with me, like, he doesn't fucking get what he's doing, it's so yeah. crazy. Yep. So she was... She's like, we didn't just cover U.S. elections, too. She was like, we cover, like, global elections. We cover a bunch of, like, civic issues around the world. And she's like, now I don't think there's really monitoring of any of that stuff. Jesus. Yeah. And I just think, like, obviously, I don't know a whole bunch about computer science. But from what the little things I've been seeing on Twitter or online in general, I feel like... There are servers, I guess, that really are supposed to be, like, monitored and looked at, and they're losing so much staff that, like, Mm 
they can't be monitored really. Which I think is the big reason why a lot of people are like, LOL, it's gonna crash. Like, Twitter's gonna be dead. Yeah. And as of this moment, I am at 990... 99.9K. <laughs> I can't even speak. Yeah, 99... Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> My fucking computer. <laughs> I was about to throw it. Oh my Shut god. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, my computer just like went to sleep and I thought it got rid of all this recording. I was about to fucking throw it. Anyway. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> I'm so distraught. <laughs> oh, I do know another really big thing in regards to Twitter that happened though is he rolled out Twitter Blue. So basically you could pay I mean Twitter Blue had already been a thing. But now, with it, you could also be verified. And so many impersonator accounts joined, like, started impersonating companies and people. And it was just the biggest shit show. So, you no longer can get Twitter blue. In the NPR article, it did say that, I guess, Musk is going to reopen it after Thanksgiving. But, like, with a lot of extra stipulations to it. So, I guess we'll see what happens. I have heard people talk about before like maybe the requirement of an ID or something but that really fucking sucks for sex workers because obviously we're not going to get verified now no when we have stage names yeah and so none of us will use it and like that you know avenue won't be available to us and then people might be able to impersonate us which is great yeah I know that's what a lot of people feared when this started rolling out too because like it's just what the fuck just a whole hot mess. Yeah. Imagine just being the richest person in the world and, like, there are so many things you could be doing. Like, dumbass rich people shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. dumbass rich people stuff. Like, weird science stuff. Like, Harry does weird know. science stuff. And it's not even, like, cool weird science stuff. It's <laughs> selfish, fucking creepy weird science stuff. Like, I need to protect myself and my... And my weird family, like, in space when everyone dies. Like, it's not even, like, what do aliens look like, you know? <laughs> yeah. But instead, he's just being evil and fucking everything up for everyone. Like, do weird research on vegetables or something, you know? Literally do anything else, like, anything that does not affect other people. Or, God forbid, use your money to do something empathetic for the human race because you have more money than anyone yeah. could ever fucking dream to have. Yep. But instead... You just spend your time being, like, a based 19-year-old when you're actually a 60-year-old man. Is he 60? He's legit almost 60. Like, he's an old-ass fucking dude. And it's just, like, be an old-ass fucking dude. Be, like, I don't know. Be a a man and do something with your life that's meaningful, you know? Seriously. All the money you've made, you made out of convenience and out of, you know, things that were given to you. And He's 51. Okay, so basically But still old. Still fucking old. (laughs) I, I hate just him need so to much. No, I do too. I wasn't there a time where he tweeted like, "LOL, if this happens, I'm gonna end world hunger." Like it's just a joke to him. It is. He just has a joke. all this money, yeah, and that he knows he could be doing better. It's, it's just sickening. Like it honestly is. Like people are disgusting. Remember when he was on fucking SNL last year, 
The episode pissed me off. I don't watch SNL anymore. Oh, I watch SNL. I love SNL. But yeah, he was on last year, and probably about half the cast didn't even participate in that episode because they didn't want to, which, good for them, honestly. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yep, yep. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> probably not first. Amateur stand. <laughs> probably not first. Everyone fucking hates Elon. Yeah. Unless you also tr- suck Trump dick. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That's what I got for current events. Nice. Thank you. We should do that more. Yeah, I feel like we probably should, but I don't pay attention usually to current events. There's just been a lot happening this month. There has. (laughs) I'm sick of living through a major global event every week. (sighs) Seriously. Damn. All right. You want to talk about dating? Yeah, let's talk about dating a little bit. Um... So my major life event is that (laughs) I recently got out of a four and a half year relationship and I don't know, I feel like I am starting to look at dating as a sex worker. Like, I'm not even thinking about being single as a sex worker yet, just because, like, that, I don't even know if I want to date. Uh, it's complicated. No, that's fair. It's, I, I wouldn't want to date as Eve. I, was, I would want to date as who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, especially after what has happened in this relationship, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's something that, I don't know if other sex workers struggle with this and, like, I'd like to think that they probably do because this does feel like something that could be universal. Like, I think especially in a relationship that's gendered, you know, or just has a certain dynamic to it, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There's this pressure to sexualize yourself and be hypersexual all the time with certain people, and that was the type of relationship that I was in where, like... Which kind of sucks because you do that for your job already. Exactly, and, like... Because of my job, I feel like my partner sometimes would pressure me into feeling like I had to be a cool girl all the time, you know? Like, always being on and always feeling like I had to perform in the bedroom no matter what because I'm a sexy porn star and that's, like, what I do. And, like, just, you know, even during times when I wanted affection instead of sexual attention, that's what it would turn into. And it just was very frustrating, especially at the end of my relationship. Mm -hmm. And also just... I think something else that was there was that because my job was in sex, I think that something that they thought was that there didn't have to be as many boundaries when it came to sex because that was my job and I just should be cool about it, you know? And it just, that's not how it works. Like, it's a separate thing. It's a separate life. Like, there's a reason why I use a different name. There's a reason why... Some of the things that I enjoy in my personal sex life, I don't include in my job. Like, there's a reason for all of that. And I would just really recommend to, like, men especially that are looking to date someone who's a sex worker. Like, that's not all that they are in the bedroom. And the way that they portray themselves sexually as a sex worker might not even be what they like. And, like... Mm -hmm. It is a fantasy for a reason, and you shouldn't always be putting that on someone if you're romantically interested in them. Mm-hmm. If you're only sexually interested in them, then pay them for their services and move <laughs> on, you know? Seriously. Yeah. I got fucked over, y'all, and it sucks, but... I'm so, so sorry. It's okay. We're holding hands. We're holding hands. <laughs> I'm just no. it's, you know, it's fine. I would say, you have been taking it so well, because at this point, you are just so done. Yeah. It's nice to recognize when something isn't serving you anymore, and someone is looking at you as someone that you're not, and, you know, someone that you created to make money. And, like, not that 
my job isn't who I am. Like it is part of me and I do try to put the authentic, like authenticity into it. But like, I felt like that was all I was at the end. And that was really, really sad. Yeah. That was really sad. Cause even in sex work, like boundaries exist. Yeah. So I, like, ugh. always ugh. respect people's boundaries, people like, please. And don't be afraid to set them because that's honestly the biggest lesson I've learned in this is that I need to be better about setting boundaries and about honestly sticking up for myself sometimes because I I'm really afraid of someone like getting upset with me or not wanting to interact with me anymore if I like set a boundary and like sometimes that happens and like that person shouldn't have access to me anymore you know yeah so set those boundaries but also respect boundaries that people set yes definitely I've been with my partner for over two years, so I haven't had a lot of experience dating as a sex worker. I know, like, right around when I started, I was on Tinder a little bit, and I just remember whenever I would mention it, they'd just be like, oh, show me nudes, or oh, then you want to have sex, and I'm like, no. Yeah, like, that's not not what that means at all. So, yeah, I'm very lucky I found the partner I did, and I could not imagine going out in the dating world again as a sex worker, so good luck. It's honestly, you. like, really stressful. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just, like, be alone until I'm done. You know what? Live I, your best yeah, life. I might just be alone and, like, ha- have casual sex. Because, You'll have so much money. You know, it's fine. I'll have so much money also. Like, <sighs> this this is not my diary. The podcast is not my diary. I will not, I will not air my dirty laundry on the podcast. I need a shot collar right now or something. <laughs> shot collar. <laughs> but yes. yeah, and well, even not talking about your situation, even then, single people tend to make more money. Yeah. So right. regardless, you will have more money. And you and Sam can live a happy little life together. Yeah. I already have a plan to move forward with my life. I'm feeling good. And things are looking up for me. But I've kind of had a shitty few months. So if you're not subscribed to my page right now, you should. (laughs) And you should send me a big fat tip because (laughs) this bitch be sad. (laughs) This bitch be sad. Help me not be sad with money. (laughs) With money. Thank you. Yeah, she's paid a shit ton of money for security deposit and whatever for a new apartment. So give her some money and it's the apartment of my dreams i'm honestly going to be making some really great content in there and i'm really excited about that so maybe in like two months we'll do an episode about like adjusting to new spaces and figuring out you know like how to make content in new apartments and stuff i don't know that could be fun that could be fun i like it yeah I think we both really want to do, like, another episode about dating in the future. We really want to, like, interview someone that has been doing it for a while. Yeah. So, if that's you, if you're a sex worker that is also trying to date or has dated for a long time and maybe you finally found a partner, whatever, just hit us up. And if you're someone who has been single for a while in sex work please DM me and give me advice because I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be so great. You're going to do so good. You're right. I think the big thing that I'm nervous about more than anything is, like, meeting someone as, like, naive and, like, then having to tell them, like, what I do and, like, I don't know. Or, like, someone who already knows and, like, them trying to pursue me and me being, like, is this the only reason why? I don't know. It's going to create so no, many things in my I head. I didn't even think about that, but that's kind of true. Like, 
what if people are like don't act like they don't know you but they fucking do exactly. that's fucking weird yeah or now maybe people are gonna start hitting you up if you're listening to this podcast don't hit her up to date now yeah but, I, I will bite you <laughs> but, but i feel like that would probably happen like if you ever say you're single now on the whatever platform i feel exactly. like you're gonna get so many dms and it's like just because i'm single doesn't mean i want to date no doesn't mean I want to date you, ever. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I don't want to date for a long time, honestly. Give her a break. Give me a break. Give me attention, and that's it. Nothing else. In a money way. In a money way. <laughs> I don't want to date, because I'm not gonna... I, it's fine. It's... I'm gonna... I'm gonna start getting bitter on air. Okay. Okay. Men are stinky. Men that's are it. stinky. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. Some of them are very nice, but... Yeah. Anyway. 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 Do you yeah. want to say anything else about dating? Or just, should we just jump know, into Reply Guys? We, we can Whichever. move on to Reply Guys. But I don't know. I just think that, like, my biggest takeaway from everything that happened to me in, like, the past month is, like, to just set your boundaries when you're dating and sex mm-hmm. work. And, like, don't be afraid to set them hard when the relationship starts. Or if you're in a relationship right now and you've been in a relationship and you're starting sex work sit your partner down and set boundaries about how you feel. Even if it's a scenario you never think you would be in, like Mm -hmm. you might find yourself in it and it'll be crazy. Yeah. Like even my partner and I have talked about like boundaries of what they are like comfortable with me offering. Like there are some things that they're like, "Mm, I'd rather you not do that. And like, that's okay. Yeah. And even alternately, if you're the sex worker and you have a partner, like if you feel weird about them, you know, consuming specific people's other type of, you know, like, it's okay to set boundaries like that, too. Just Mm -hmm. because you're a sex worker and your content is out there doesn't mean you have to be comfortable with your partner, like, doing whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to set those. I mean, don't, I'm not saying, like, be controlling, but, like, it's okay to stick up for yourself and set those boundaries if you don't feel good about something. Yeah, I feel like some people are like that with porn in general. I feel like if you hate and despise porn, you're not listening to this, but... But there are definitely some people out there that don't want their partner consuming any type of porn at any time. And if they do, they consider it cheating. And, like, while I personally think that's a little extreme, of course, like, you are valid in your own boundaries. And as long as you communicate that with them, then the other person has the option to decide if that is, like, a boundary they're okay with keeping. And if not, then they can fucking leave. Bye. Yeah. Bye. If they can't respect your boundaries, then they don't deserve being with you anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crazy times. You want to smoke a little bowl? (laughs) After. Okay. (laughs) So, reply, guys. Um, The other day, it was my birthday. (laughs) So, uh, these are some replies to my birthday post because they're just, they were just funny. Um, the first one actually doesn't have to do with my birthday, but it was under my birthday post says, I would give you a blowjob in the pussy. I d- uh. <laughs> like, just say oral. If you don't know the word cun- cunnilingus, that's fine. But just say oral, just say eating out, like a blowjob in the pussy. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Like, I think I get what he's saying, but. I would but... give you a blowjob, but in the pussy. <laughs> Just silly. Just very silly. 
Then this one made me laugh because my display name on Twitter right now is Nixie. And then some birthday cake emojis and in the middle it says November 18th. So like very clearly this is when my birthday is. I get a comment on my birthday post. When is your birthday? Sir. <laughs> my brother in Christ. <laughs> Please read. Just read. Just open your eyes and read. That's it. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Um, and the last one was a DM I got that just said, happy birthday, mommy. That's very nice of them. Thank you, son. <laughs> Someone DM'd me sneaky link and then three days later said, hey, I want to smoke a blunt and let me play with you till you score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else we got going on? Oh, I posted this on my Instagram story, but cute page. Are you a troublemaker or a robot? <laughs> You did tell me about that one, but it's still so funny I to like me. I like that. You know, just the normal ones. Hey, goddess. Hot. How are you? These are all different messages, you know, just like these yeah. more things. Someone just DM'd me butthole content, question mark. You're, you're very, very beautiful. Those ones are kind of nice. I have a lot of DMs that just say happy birthday, which, like, thank you. Very nice. I did have one person that tweeted at me happy birthday commented on my post happy birthday and then also dm'd me happy birthday i was like thank you thank very you. much i appreciate i have received your message that's enough that is <laughs> i enough. got it <laughs> and then i have some dms that are like my birthday's also the 18th like okay you want a cookie <laughs> for me anytime someone tells me they have the same birthday i'm like okay well that means you're a cancer and i <laughs> As a cancer, I stay away from other cancers. <laughs> I like the bush on the kitty. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> She's gonna start crying. You are such a fucking knockout, beautiful woman, sexy, hot, amazing lady. New York City here. <laughs> okay, well, that's nice, New York City. I'm not gonna tell you where I am. You know the movie A Bug's Life? Yeah. You know Heimlich the Caterpillar? Y yes. So, there is an account called Surprise Heimlich, and it's a picture of Heimlich the, ha the Caterpillar looking surprised, and this man, I'm assuming it's a man, I don't think a woman would do this, to be completely <laughs> honest. Or or a non-binary baby. Um, they reply commented the picture to one of my <laughs> tweets. What is the tweet? Oh, it's just a nude. Like, what does this mean? What does this We're going to put this in the dump. Shocked and appalled. We're going to put it in the dump. Have you ever seen the meme of that face on a flashlight? <laughs> no, but I want to. I definitely think I have it saved. We can also put that in the yeah. dump. <laughs> My favorite are replies on Twitter that are just, like, real fucking nice exclamation <laughs> point. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. What's your least favorite gift to get a reply as on Twitter? Do you have one that you just hate? Not really. Mine is the one of Jim Carrey with, like, his face in the titties. Have you seen oh, that one? Oh, yeah. That one I makes do my get that stomach sometimes. turn. I want to sniff that rare beef. Awesome. Please never call a pussy anything associated with anything like that. Meat, beef, anything. Oh, I got uh, two pictures DM'd to me on Twitter. 
I don't know if I can find them now. Oh, was it this? No. And of course, usually when I get pictures, I don't look at them because they're almost always a penis. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look at these pictures. One was a picture of some flowers and one was a nice little latte. Oh! I was like, wow, thank I you. I don't think I've ever, I've gotten flowers, but never a latte. That's very sweet and thoughtful. I was like, wow, some gifts. Now do you want to send money so I can get them IRL? Oh, what the fuck? I'm blocking this person. This is a creepy reply. Yikes, what is it? Um, so the picture is me, like, outside with my titties out at a pool that says, and the caption is, have you ever had sex outside? And this person replied and said, I, in a school playground during a sudden rainstorm. There weren't any other kids around, though. Bitch, no. That's still weird. You're getting blocked. How much do is it to stuff that pussy? Menu. Nothing else, just menu. What do you think it's like to be so horny that, like, <laughs> you just are typing that out? Menu? This man, I'm assuming it's a man, just DM me a period. <laughs> That's my favorite. I just want you to notice me. I think it's funny when, I mean, I'm assuming it's a UK thing, like, it's not really a thing here, but it, like, Loki makes me laugh and makes me angry when I get, oi. Because <laughs> to me it sounds rude, I mean, maybe it's not in the UK, but to me it sounds really oi. Oi. <laughs> it's really terrible. Oi. just feels rude, you're right. Oh my god, this is this is a goaded one that I did not see before. I'm so happy. So, it's just a picture of me. Like, obviously my name is Eve. This person replied and said, I'll be Adam, you be Eve. I'm willing and... <laughs> I'm willing in quotations, able quotations, to give you what you need. Let's raise quotations Cain, unquotations. What does that mean? Cain and Abel? Well, yeah, but like, let's, uh, let's raise Cain. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe dick. I have no idea. I love the biblical reference. Give me more biblical replies, y'all. We love some religious trauma turned sexual. Yeah. BB's got a religious kink. Yeah, I think those are all my, yeah. like, good recent ones. What a time. If you have any, send them to us. Where can we find you? You can find me at... Why was... Am I blanking? Nixie Knight at TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. NaughtyNixie.com is my OnlyFans. And NixieKnight.com is my link tree. So everywhere else you can find me. Nice. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MessyXBangs. My TikTok is SexyShatter69. I've got a nice new domain, MessyXBangs.com. It's got some linkies in there, and it has my OnlyFans in there as well. You can find it there. I'd appreciate some love. It's been, it's been a time. Give her love. Yeah. <laughs> Give Nixie some love, too, though, because she just had her birthday. <laughs> we had some sushi, and it was very good. Oh my God, um, so good. Our Instagram is Amateur Spice. Please follow. Please rate. Please review. Go buy some Dons and Bonds at HorningStoner.com. Use our Amateur Spice code for 10% off. And yeah. tell a friend. And tell, tell a friend. your friend to give us a listen. Recommend your favorite episode. Tell them if they are doing sex work and they're like struggling with one specific thing, be like, oh, hey, I know a podcast that has an episode all about that. Yeah, it, it would really mean <laughs> a lot to us. Yeah, tell your friends. That's the only way we keep on growing. Yeah. So 
Thank you. Yeah. I got a few messages this week from sex workers who started to listen, and it really meant a lot. So That's so sweet. Thanks, y'all. We love you so much. If you're, you know, if you just started listening, you've been listening for a while, we really, really, really appreciate you guys. Yes. Oh, also before we go, we've officially been doing this for half a year. Damn, that's crazy. That is insanity. I'm not good at doing stuff, so, like, that's cool. <laughs> it's because we work together. Yeah. Because we both are badass. So we're together. We're like, we should keep doing this. You're right. <laughs> Thanks for All listening. All right. For Thanks for months, listening. Guys. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.